0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode thirty-four. Humph, we had a bye week, got a chance to cool down, but now we're in game week. How are you feeling? I'm good, Dalton. Uh, I thought I thought that it was a much needed bye last week.
0: Uh, it was it was it was enjoyable to watch some FCS football around the nation. You, know, you and I got together and watched some some of the bigger games this weekend, but. Uh, yeah, it went good. Um, I'm I'm excited to play this week though. We got a little bit of a little bit of a different week though. Playing on a Thursday that that changes things. Um, you know the way we've practiced, we've kind of set it up. You know to that Thursday is a Saturday as far as when we do
1: what, uh, and so that that's been different. But I'm really excited. Well, of course, we got to talk about our Bearcats first. We have a game against Northwestern State, and like you said, it's on a Thursday. So uh, you know the deal. We're not going to pick them because we know we're going to pick Sam Houston. But I'm huh, talking about this game. We're on a good little winning streak. We've got to keep it rolling, and uh, we've got a little tough matchup. Yeah, and, and I think that
0: I think that people will overlook this game. You know, um, outside of outside of the people playing in it, um, Northwestern State they're own four. Um, this past Saturday, they, they lost to a, a Lamar team that Sam Houston State, you know, they beat them 62-7. And so that that obviously, you know, you would think coming into it that this would be a, a pretty easy win for the Bearcats. But, you know, you can't lo- overlook anybody. It's a Thursday night. It's at their place. It's April Fool's Day. Mm. Uh, so a lot of different weird factors. Uh, I think that they are much better than 0-4. Uh, they played Nichols close. They should have beat Southeastern Louisiana. Uh, they had a they had a game winning field goal opportunity. It gets blocked. Sela returns it pretty deep into their territory and kicks a game winning field goal. So weird year for the uh, the demons. Uh, but I know that I know that we're ready. I know that we're excited. Our players are excited. Uh, and
1: and we'll be uh, we'll be traveling there this week yeah big Thursday night matchup uh, how important are Thursday night games to people I know we, we haven't have we had a Thursday night game before in our career
0: no uh, this is probably yeah this is the first Thursday night game I've played since uh, since high school
1: yeah so it's going to be a fun one hopefully we get a lot more people to watch and uh, get the people to see how good Sam Houston is and uh, like you said it's going to be a tough matchup but it's going to be a really fun one so Humph. of course I asked you about the rankings so uh, we had some big losses we're going to talk about it when we roll the scores but uh, anything in the rankings did anything change anything really important that we Should talk about well,
0: uh, five of the top six teams in the country uh, did not play this week. Um, But you had you had Weber State pick up a win, and we'll we'll talk about that. But they pick up a win, Uh, and and those top teams there wasn't much movement. You know, Sam Houston State stayed five, Uh, James Madison stayed one. You know how I feel about that. But they did. Oh wait, no, James Madison played this weekend. So so two two of the top six teams played, and they and James Madison looked good. So I don't think they played anybody. You know that. That tough, but they looked good. Um, so you know, whatever, rank them, rank them what you think. Uh, but you know, Jacksonville State they lose this weekend, so they drop in the rankings. Uh, Nichols they had a huge win against Incarnate Word. Uh, they they basically flipped spots. Uh, Nichols Nichols is pretty up there now, just outside the top ten, and Incarnate Word is just inside the top twenty. And so yeah, I mean there is there is definitely movement. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into that when we get into the scores.
1: Yeah, we had some uh, big matchups that got postponed due to COVID-19. North Dakota State and North Dakota, if I hear correctly, they had people going to the stadium in North Dakota State. They told them they could not come. It is postponed. How big of an effect do you think it's going to have on both of these teams? We saw with James Madison that despite not playing, they still ranked number one. It's going to be the same thing for these two teams because they're so highly ranked. And North Dakota State, you know how people feel about them.
0: Well, North Dakota State, you know, they were, they were uh, playing South Dakota – this last weekend, and that and that got that got postponed. So I don't know if that is a huge game uh, as far as the rankings go. I, I mean, I guess every game is a huge game in this short season. Um, and you know, on the flip side, every game is an opportunity to lose. So maybe maybe it's a good thing that North Dakota State didn't play, and they've got a they've got a big one this weekend. Uh, but for North Dakota, uh, they're they're a bit of a bit of a different situation because the last game that they played. Uh, they lost to North Dakota State, and and since then they have not played, and they don't have a game scheduled for, I believe, another two weeks. So it's going to be a month time uh, before playing, and so I, I would say going into the
1: playoffs, that's really not a great, it's really not a great look. Yeah, North Dakota. They had a big matchup against Youngstown State. Uh, we know the Fighting Penguins. Their record hasn't looked very good. They've been fighting in every game. It could have been really interesting. Maybe they could going have had a little upset happen. Uh, I know this week in our pick 'em, North Dakota State is playing South Dakota State, and right now it's still on board. We need do, we need that one to be played. That was gonna be my question. What do you think the chances are they're not gonna play? I know James Madison had a two week miss, and uh, I guess depending on how many tests decide whether they can t- continue to play. Do you think it's gonna happen, or will they cancel later later on? Well,
0: I I find it a little weird that North Dakota State's game got canceled the day of the game this last weekend. Do you oh. not find that a little weird? A little suspicious? Uh, you know, I'm not trying to be Mr. Conspiracy, but I mean, you you and I know how the testing works and that would that would never, you know, a cancellation the day of the game would would never be an option for us. Uh, and so I find that a little weird. I think maybe you know, maybe maybe a little 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 fishy going on, a little bi week action before the uh, the clash of two titans, if oh, you will, this weekend. Um, you know, this weekend's game, and, and again, we'll get into it. But I think I think the Jackrabbits versus the Bison, the winner of that one is going to be the number one seed going into the playoffs. Wow. So it's a big one. Yeah, yeah. it's a big one.
1: It's going to be a good one. We have a lot of good picks uh, this week for this uh, FCS football. And last FCS news before we roll into some NFL stuff, man. We, uh, So we were, we were watching the games, and we saw Chattanooga. And you yep. know how much I love yep. Chattanooga. You're, you're, a, you're a faithful and, noog. And something weird happened, and we were really confused what was going on, and we finally found out why. So, Humph, tell them what was going on, what news came out, and, man, what is your reaction to this, especially because this is a ranked team we're talking. Yep. so we're, we're all sitting around, and uh, the mocks are playing Mercer
0: last weekend, and uh, they're losing. And so, you know, we're looking at it, like, oh, man, like this is – this is interesting, you know, Chattanooga is the number nine team in the country. Uh, what, what What's going on? So as it starts unfolding, we're, we're reading on Twitter, um, Chattanooga has benched every single starter. Not not one starter is playing in this game. And so, I mean, that that's just and – that, and now we know that they've opted out, okay? So obviously their intent was to basically use the spring as, you know, three or four five scrimmages. Um, they they obviously didn't intend on doing as well as they've done. You know they were they were undefeated this spring up until this last weekend. They fell to Mercer. Um, it's embarrassing. It, it, it's embarrassing, and it's different. I guess I guess that I, I'm I'm trying to be picky here because when Illinois State opted out, I I called them out for for not fielding a team. Uh, and they, they they weren't very good this spring. They weren't winning a lot of games. They weren't going to make the playoffs, and they basically just quit, you know, to get ready for the fall. And, and it kind of gave off a look that uh, we're not very good, so we're just going to wrap it up. In Chattanooga's case, they are they are good, Dalton. They they they're the number nine team in the country at the time, and they're just mailing it in. Mm-hmm. And and I don't, I to me, that is that goes against the integrity. Of the game that goes against you know playing to win the game and and it's embarrassing and now they've quit the rest of the season and you know that' don't, that, that not only affects their program their players their staff but it affects the other teams in their conference that, that were that were looking for a game that weekend needed to win that weekend and it just it, it's bigger than, than just your own team. And once you've committed to it, I, I am a firm believer that you should see through to finishing it.
1: Yeah, another team that opted out was Cal Poly. But if you look at those scores, Cal Poly was getting blown out. Uh, I don't know if it was their plan the whole time, but they're kind of in a similar situation as Illinois State, where they said, you know what, we're done. But you're right, is a weird situation. I get the whole the layover coming from a spring season to a fall season. Was this their plan the whole time? I'm not sure, but like you said, if they if this was their plan to only play a couple games, man, just use your spring, spring ball, play against you other have some scrimmages because this does affect the rest of the season and all the teams in their conference now i asked this last week with uh or a couple weeks ago with illinois state opting out uh now we have two more and i'm going to keep asking it but i I think we know the answer should we be should we be worried that more uh top ranked teams will opt out now that chattanooga did or do you think with the majority of the teams are locked in they want to win a national championship
0: i don't think another ranked team will opt out Uh, i think that everyone you know, everyone is is looking to win a conference title or make the playoffs and and have an opportunity at the national championship. Now, do I think that teams in Illinois State or Cal Poly situation might opt out? You know, you're you're having a bad year. Uh, There's a couple more weeks left in the season. You know, let's just wrap it up and get to the fall. Do I think that could happen? Unfortunately, I do. I could see that happening. I hope it doesn't happen. Um, But, you know, I, I could definitely see that happening. But as far as what Chattanooga uh, just pulled? Uh, no, that's not going to happen. And and okay, let's let me use let me use your beloved Virginia Military Institute oh, as an example. Yes. This spring, okay, is the first time in in probably your and I lifetime that they have had an opportunity to win their conference championship. What does that do for their recruiting? You mm-hmm. know, for the fall and for the for the next fall and for the fall after that? I I just think that. To to not take this spring Playoff, spring national championship seriously, and, and to chalk it up as odds, oh, it's, it's the spring season. I think that's blasphemy, and and I and I would actually venture to say, Dalton, that it's it's tougher to win the national championship this spring with mm. all the factors going on, with with the less room for error, with with the shortened playoff field. I think that. When it's all said and done, I think that this national champion this spring
1: is going to be one of the more impressive runs uh, in a long time. And you said it best yourself with the recruiting. Man, how does this affect Chattanooga's recruiting? You know, what player says, like, wow, they they quit halfway through the season – you know I don't want to play for a team like that, and we've talked about this episodes before. You know if you if you don't want your starters to play the rest of the season, that's fine. Yep. Let your backups go the rest of the yep. season. If you want to lose out, that's fine. If you want to tank like that, that's okay. But this year does not count for us. So let the young players play. Let the young freshmen that probably wouldn't get a chance to play in the fall season let them play now and play a whole season and get some experience. Uh, it's something that could help out a lot. And you did say uh, there's a lot of con- a big competitive atmosphere because man, North Dakota State, even though they're still back at the top, they lost the game. Uh, teams are losing left and right. So this season, this ranking, it changes every week. So this is a chance to be really competitive and have a shot for the national championship. It's really such a shame that Chattanooga is doing that. Cal Poly, I guess I understand. I mean, they lost to Eastern Washington 62-10. to Their defense is atrocious. They have a lot to work on going into the fall. But uh, hopefully we have no more opt-outs. We can keep rolling and keep getting the playoffs and hopefully national championship picture coming up. Before we do all that, we have some NFL talk man humph. what a trade that went down yep. The 49ers yeah that's that's a big move for sure so uh, talk to me about the trade uh, a lot of some draft stuff happening and i, I heard john lynch the uh, owner of the the or the gm of the 49ers says they're going to draft a quarterback they said we have a young guy they haven't said who but uh, they want to keep jimmy g in the program they don't know if the the young stud is ready whoever that is so tell me about the trade Tell me what quarterback they're taking, and who's going to be starting for the 49ers? Uh, well, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know the answer to any of those questions, but
0: I do know that uh, Jimmy G's not going to be the quarterback for very long in San Francisco, if, if he is the starter at all, which I'm skeptical about, because the overhaul that they gave up to uh, move up to the third pick is, um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a lot. They, they, they moved from 12 to 3 uh, in the first round of this year's NFL draft. Obviously they wouldn't do that if they weren't drafting a quarterback. And and to 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 put a guess on who that's gonna be, I think the Jets are probably gonna draft Zach Wilson. So then it then it boils down to do the Niners want Justin Fields from Ohio State, or do they want Trey Lance from uh, North Dakota State? And um, another name,
1: Mac Jones has Mac, been kind of been thrown I've in there as the a quarterback. We could see Mac Jones, which ooh, that
0: would that'd be a weird one to me. Oh yeah, I, I'll be honest, that'd be a weird one to me. But I have seen that thrown around. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be one of those three guys. Who who would you pick,
1: man? Uh, if you're the Niners, well, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I don't think Mac Jones fits in that style of offense. Uh, so it kind of comes down between Trey Lance, man. FCS Trey Lance is our guy. North yep. Dakota State. Uh, I mean, if Zach Wilson's still available, of course you want to take Zach Wilson. I mean, I'm probably going to Trey Lance. I think uh, I think he has a lot to prove. John Lynch did say that he's not looking for a specific quarterback. He just wants to see an athlete, a stud. And I think Trey Lance shows that ability. I mean, Mac Jones won a national championship, but like I said, he does not fit in that category. Huh? Hey, what do you Trey think? Lance won a national championship, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you talked about athleticism,
0: and today at uh, Ohio State's Pro Day, Justin Fields ran a four 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 forty, 40 Man. Which is blazing for a quarterback. A lot of people didn't think he could do that. They didn't think that he had that speed behind him. And, and I know it's unofficial because it's not technically at the NFL combine, but... They didn't miss it by that much, you know. I mean, it is Ohio State. Obviously, they have the the technology
1: that that the NFL Combine has, and and Justin Fields. That is. Really impressive. Well a lot of people are also saying the Jets might take Justin Fields. Are you are you locked in that Zach Wilson's a number two? Do you think that still can be thrown around mm. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson? No, I'm not locked into that. That's
0: just that's purely just speculation. I know that his pro day was as impressive as it gets. Uh did you see that throw he made? Oh and my I know it's goodness. no pads, I know it's no rush, all that, but that
1: was an impressive throw on the run. You know who's made that throw before in a game already? And I know some people were tweeting about it. Sam Darnold. Oh, he God. was making that throw. Yeah, who – I don't know who that was. Who, who uh, commented on our page and was Mr. Sam Darnold? But that's too. my guy. Oh, I, I appreciate man. that guy. I, if Zach Wilson goes to the Jets – He's going to have a real competition in training camp a because Sam Darnold is not losing his yeah, job. Competing to who gets to the buffet first because now Sam pe- Darnold's getting traded. Some people have said this, too, and this kind of is a little blasphemy, and I know you're probably going to laugh at this, but uh, they're saying Zach Wilson is the number one ranked quarterback in the draft. No way. And could go number one. No, no shot. No it, shot?
0: I told you months ago, I told you the second that the Jaguars landed the first pick, that the Jets the Jets gifted that to them, hmm. Tre- Trevor Lawrence was drafted.
1: Yeah, and Man. especially with Urban Meyer going to the Jacksonville, uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is the guy. Uh, what about Miami? How do you think Miami uh, did in this trade? I think they, they got some good picks out of it, and somebody tweeted – They have multiple first-rounders and third-rounders for Laramie Tunzel. Laramie Tunzel, yeah. That trade really worked out. Do you think Miami's going to be really good next year?
0: Well, now, Miami, so they traded back to 12, but then they flip-flopped with the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. So Miami is 7 in the first round this year, and Philadelphia is 12. Oh. Which is a head-scratcher, and here's why. If you remember correctly, in Week 17 of last season... Do you remember a certain Philadelphia Eagles tanking for, mm. for that for that higher draft pick? Do you I remember do. that? That
1: was that just you were very to, frustrated. Just to move back
0: to 12 now? <laughs> just to probably miss out on one of the big three receivers and Kyle Pitts. Oh. I mean, ah oh, man. People are. Howie, saying Howie too, though. Roseman, and I'm sorry, Coach Archer, uh, you know, he's our he's our Philadelphia, he's our <laughs> Philadelphia fan, but Howie Roseman is an idiot. Oh. He's an idiot and i and i've i've heard that from multiple multiple eagles fans that they and i know that you know it's not us making the decisions but time after time this guy has just, just gone out on a limb and done something crazy. Are you
1: even certain that Jalen Hurts is the answer, is the future of the Philadelphia Eagles? I was about to say that. People are saying that they don't think Jalen Hurts will be playing quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles next year. Wow. Maybe that's why they bumped back. Well, they up. did. There was reports. Uh, well, no, they, now they bumped
0: back. Oh, yeah, 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 they but back. They, No, but you're talking about there were reports that if they – felt like they could get Zach Wilson by trading up, that they would do so. uh I know. They didn't. They didn't. And they're not going to get him now. But, that I mean, what kind of confidence do, What kind of confidence is that in Jalen Hurts? And they yeah. did the same crap with Carson Wentz, and that's why they broke him. Now he's going to go be an Indianapolis Colt, and he's going to have a lot of success. Oh, with your boy. With my boy, John of Jonathan course. Jonathan Taylor. With of a, course.
1: A lot of fantasy stuff. We're going to talk about that later. But uh, big trade. 49 Niners definitely went out of this one. I'll be really interested to see what quarterback they take. Will it be Justin Fields? Will it be Trey Lance? Maybe Zach Wilson? Maybe somebody else? We'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, Before we move on to other stuff, there's a little tweet that came out by the New Orleans Saints. And uh, they said, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara are the best wide receiver running back duo. And uh, I figured it'd be a good question if I asked you, do you agree with this? And if not, who is your answer for the best wide receiver running back duo? I'm gonna say no, and and
0: there's a big reason and Alvin why. Alvin Kamara
1: is your boy. So oh this, no, I this know. A hot, this might be a hot take. Well,
0: it's not gonna be that hot of a take after you hear what I say, what I have to say. But I'm gonna say no because Alvin Kamara is a better receiver than Michael Thomas. Oh, wow! <laughs> and I'm just kidding. And I'm just kidding. I know he's a running back, and but he's a great pass catching running back. But dude, I mean Michael Thomas. I know he's a reception guy. broke the broke the catch record the single the single season catch record, but He's just a one-trick pony. I feel like mm-hmm. stops and slants. That's all he runs. Yeah. There's just no. I just. I think that there are better options uh, in my head. I have mine, but I'd. I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear your take on who the best
1: receiver running back duo is. Well, are you ready for this, hump? Oh, I already know. You already, already know. know. <laughs> uh, we have a running back that has proven himself. <laughs> hey, he had a lot of rushing touchdowns, and uh, we had the receiver that was the best receiver in the league last year. Of course, he had a great quarterback behind him. Of course, the answer is none other than Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Recently re-signed Aaron Jones. And this is it's tough because there's a lot of really good receivers, but they don't have a running back that combos with them. Yep. There's a lot of good running back don't have a receiver that combos yep. with them. But Green Bay has it set. Our offense is really good. And, of course, we have an MVP quarterback behind throwing it and uh, doing his thing to Aaron Jones. And like you said with Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones can catch the ball. He's really good at catching the ball and running. So I mean it's a really good combo, and uh, we really we re-sign Aaron Jones, and we're gonna be good for next year. Humph, who is your pick?
0: I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, and sit here and say that I don't agree with that. That that is way up there. It's not my pick, but they are probably in the conversation. Uh, you might think that I'm gonna come out and say, you know, Ezekiel Elliott and Amari Cooper, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. But what I will say, because Zeke fell off. no 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 <laughs> no no no. There's better receivers than Amari Cooper, but what I will say. The Cowboys do have the best running back receiving core, okay, do or trio in the league, duo trio, however you yeah. want to say it. Receiving core and Tony Pollard. Anyways, uh. I'm going to skip I'm going to skip <laughs> to the next one, but they do they do rank number 1 in the league for that. But my number 1 receiver running back duo in the NFL is Derrick Henry Ooh. and AJ Brown. Ooh, oh, great oh, tape. Man. Great take. Uh, and and here's why. I think Derrick Henry is the best pure running back in the NFL. Uh, you know, the other top guys are are kind of scat bags, you know, catch a lot of passes. As far as just straight running the ball, I feel like you have to take, you know, the guy that has the, the the rushing title the last two years. He had 2,000 yards this year. I'm taking him. And after watching A.J. Brown as much as I did last season and going forward, that dude is unbelievable. He's going to be in the top five receivers in the NFL Sooner rather than later. So that that's my pick.
1: Yeah, and also too with the Titans, they got rid of Corey Davis. So now it kind of falls into AJ Brown being that only receiver they have right now. So it could be a really cool combo. Hey, let me give you another one uh for the future, maybe a future best receiver running back duo, T. Y. Hilton and Jonathan Taylor, your boy.
0: Yeah, and I I like that one, and I think I think they're better off with Carson Wentz. Uh I just think that T. Y. Hilton is probably at his end. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if they could go get a big-time receiver here in the next year or two, absolutely, because Jonathan Taylor, again, is going to be a top-five running back sooner rather than later.
1: How good do you think
0: T.Y. Hilton would have been if
1: Andrew Luck never retired? Great.
0: I think that he would be, I'm not going to say a
1: Hall of Fame caliber receiver, because
0: I know that that's really hard to do, but the Colts would probably have a Super Bowl by now. Or yeah. they'd, be getting, they'd be getting ready to to be the Super Bowl favorite.
1: I was about to bounce. Uh, my next question was: If Andrew Luck was on this Colts team, how worried would would we be for these guys? Worried, as in the Colts are going to win the Super yeah. Bowl? Very worried. Yeah, uh, they have the defense. They have
0: probably. Do they have the best offensive line in the NFL? I mean, it's top, up there. top three. Yeah, sure. it's up there, and they've got the they've got an ex- ridiculous running game now. And a great defense too. No, yeah, led by Darius Leonard, who's who's you know arguably the best linebacker in the game. Yeah, the Colts. The Colts would be. God, that team might be better than the Chiefs, I'll be honest. They just, the defense and the offensive line, and that's, I know that everyone loves, loves points, loves running the ball, loves throwing the ball, loves quarterbacks, but winning is about your defense and your offensive line. I Mm -hmm. think, I think that history says that, and and the Colts with Andrew Luck would be right up there.
1: Yeah, it would have been a really scary team all around Andrew Luck, uh, we miss him. You know, I haven't heard from him. I know uh, I know, he wasn't is, big on is, social media. Is, but, he, is he like off in the mountains yeah. in, in a log cabin somewhere? He's doing something. Uh, I need him to come on NFL Network and uh, talk for a little bit. Tell everybody what's going on because I miss that man and uh, what a good quarterback he was. Mean, let, me, let me tell you a funny story about where I
0: was when Andrew Luck announced his retirement. Where were you? So, my dad, that's where I get all my fantasy football love from, okay? Tori Humphries, he's been on the show we're at his thirtieth anniversary fantasy football draft mm. with all his buddies from college. Okay, I'm I'm his uh, I'm his assistant, so I, I've I've been going to the draft for years. But thirtieth anniversary, it is at the Star in Frisco, the Dallas Cowboys headquarters of the world. Oh. Okay, <laughs> it's fantasy football draft day. <laughs> One of his buddies has has spent a high draft pick on none other than Andrew Luck. Mm. It's thirty minutes. Thirty minutes go by. Boom! This just in: Andrew Luck has announced his retirement. Talk about oh, pain, man. Dog.
1: Talk about pain, man. I mean, I would have to quit fantasy of that year. I'd have to, I'd have to opt out, as you say, with all the other people. That's tough. I mean, that's like your season almost. I mean, I mean you, 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 he's lose. gonna have to draft a really good quarterback in that, and uh, then the later round. Yeah, but
0: I mean, using a using a top <clears throat> using a top pick on a quarterback to begin with is risky. You know, yeah. they they've gotta they've gotta finish as one of the top quarterbacks if you're gonna do that. Uh, That's to, tough.
1: The transition into the fantasy corner Have you ever had a moment like that Where you Maybe maybe now they retire at the last minute yep. But you draft somebody with a with high intention And they let you down Or so a really bad draft pick Yep, two years ago You remember, you remember my hate for a certain uh, fantasy football player? I do, I do
0: Antonio Brown I'll <laughs> never draft him again I don't care if he's the consensus number one overall pick I would rather have I'd rather draft you I'll be honest <laughs> I draft him I've got high hopes I have a great team Plays one game. Oh. Plays one game. He starts with the Raiders, doesn't play, goes to the Patriots, plays one game, catches a touchdown. I'm like, oh man, him and Tom Brady, this is gonna be great. Never plays again. Man. Never plays again. Wow. I got fourth that year. He, he does play again. Well, played again later. that year. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't I don't care where he goes this offseason. I I don't I don't care one percent. I'm deleting him off of any draft board I have going into the draft.
1: Well, did you see that the Bucks? I, I some stat. They're the first team to win a Super Bowl and bring back every single player. 20,
0: twenty-two starters.
1: I saw that. That's crazy. That's terrifying. They, when they said they're running it back, I mean they're running it back.
0: Well, but, well, and we've talked about this before. Tampa Bay is is putting every egg they have in Tom Brady's basket. I mean, once he's gone. Their franchise is—they're is just going to have to pick up and move.
1: Yeah. I mean, God, talk about rebuild when this era is over. So you're telling me you wouldn't—we you, saw what Antonio Brown did with the Bucks and Tom no, Brady. I, before you ask
0: anything else, the answer is absolutely 100 times over no. <laughs> I, he will never
1: play for my fantasy football team again. Well, unfortunately, even if Antonio Brown has another great year, it's not happening for Hump. But here it is. Here's your fantasy corner— and I said fantasy because uh, you have some big news about your fantasy football, and of course, if, if there's any free agency talk, you want to talk about. This is your time. This is your corner. So, Humph, take it away. No, uh, no free
0: agency stuff this week. Any, any fantasy relevant free agency stuff. But what I do want to talk about is this weekend, Easter weekend, is our draft order reveal. And and we that's do that's big time, right? Oh, it's big time. And and the reason you know you ask, oh, why are you guys doing it so early? The the draft's not for months away. Here's why. We like to make it as realistic and as as similar to the way the NFL works as possible. And so, you know, the NFL, they have months to prepare their picks, you know, it, do as much or as little research as they'd like. So we do it. We do the draft reveal uh, way in advance so that we kind of have that feel. And then also another big thing that we, we've done the last probably mm, seven or eight years, we do our fantasy draft at the end of July, okay, so basically, you have your team at the end of July. They've got to make it all the way through August, okay? Before before September and the game starts. So it's like your players are going through training camp. Oh, you that's know, tough. I know that and, made and, me
1: nervous as well, a fantasy guy. Oh,
0: and we've we've no question we've had dra- we've we've drafted players and then weeks later he's had a season ending injury oh. in training camp. Or in last year we had COVID opt outs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just it, it's a fun thing we do. It kind of makes it somewhat realistic. Uh, but yeah. Draft draft order reveal is this weekend. We're excited. Uh, we're doing it. We're doing it over Zoom this year. The way we normally do uh, an NBA lottery style ping pong ball reveal, which is cool. But this year, you know, with with uh, with me being being here playing, obviously can't go home. But we're gonna do it over Zoom, and uh, we found uh, found a bit of a fun way to do it. So I won't get into too much detail, but basically, we're all gonna pick a runner. And then they run a hundred yard dash, mm. and, and and that's how the draft order decided. So it's completely random, uh, but but I'm excited. Yeah, we really need your your hump luck to go in there and get you. A, I, need a victory I, need pick, I need your luck. I need I need
1: your pick'em luck to to wash off over on me. Well, the pick'em's getting a little bit closer. You're starting to catch yeah, up a little bit. Yeah. Um. Back to the fantasy. You know. You know. You know me. Don't know fantasy football very much. Is it obvious that you want the first pick, or is there a certain spot in the draft you would like to get? And what's the worst spot in the draft for fantasy football? I'll be honest, all, and that's that. That is a great question, and I'll be honest.
0: I would never choose the first pick if I really? if I had if I had the choice. I I just think the turnaround. I think that the top, you know, one, two, three, four, five guys are all pretty close, pretty similar, and. You know, if you pick first, that means that you pick last in the second. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your comeback around time is, is so far. So I've always I've always kind of shot for the fourth, fifth, sixth pick. I like being in the middle. I think that there's plenty of top players to go around, but but the important where you don't win the draft in the first round. Okay. You mm-hmm. win the draft by, you know, the close call in the second,
1: the third, the fourth round, the close calls. You picking correct on those, getting good players, that's how you win. So being last necessarily isn't bad because you get the first pick in the second round and it kind of helps out a little bit? Yes, and and that one's tougher uh,
0: just because, you know, your top running backs are gone by the 10th mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, you can get, you know, kind of a second-tier running back and the best receiver, or you could go, you know, Great receiver, great receiver. There's you know it's fantasy football. I mean, there's lots of ways you can do it, but every every pick, every spot has its pros and cons. Uh, but it's 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 really it's
1: really just about decision making in the draft. So we uh, we want some hump luck, but we don't want them to win. We want maybe maybe third, fourth, get a fifth. Uh, that'll be good for you. Get in the middle of the pack and uh, have a really good draft. Of course, we'll be keeping up with it. Uh, drafts and fantasy football is really important to you. Big victory, trying to be back to back. Super Bowl champ, yes sir. Uh, uh, Gotta have to have Aaron Rodgers again. That that must be the rule, or Aaron Jones. Uh oh. I, I think I think the I walk- have to have a Packer. I was gonna say like? the walk-on radio rule is I feel like you have to have one Cowboy and one Packer at uh, least. I'm in for that. I can make
0: that happen. Well, uh, Marquez we, Valdez Scantling, I'll take him again. Oh, I don't know about him.
1: <laughs> Let him run straight and you'll be good. Anything else is gonna be a drop. Let's roll into some FCS scores. Like we said, we had a big week of football. Starting off, Mercer. Beaten Chattanooga, did not have their starters playing. Mercer wins thirty-five to twenty-eight. Chattanooga is done. We'll see them in the fall. And man, I don't know if in the fall, if I'm even going to vote for them. Then I'm a little mad about them. I was so I think big you, on. I them. think
0: you have to. I uh, think
1: you have to denounce your your fandom of, of the nukes. That's okay because I still have my cadets. We're going to talk about them later. Huge um, win this weekend, man! Shutting all the haters down. Another score is Delaware. They beat Rhode Island and, man, Delaware. Yep, where uh, where we think Delaware is going to finish after seeing this top ten performance? Well, the Blue Hens are legit, I,
0: I would like to say. And and I don't know. The dynamics of the CAA right now with their automatic qualifier stuff and, and James Madison having some, some postponements and some cancellations of games, it makes it interesting. So I really think that there is a scenario that Delaware, and you talked about it, you, you actually picked Delaware to get the automatic qualifier. And I think that that... That's very possible. Uh, I don't think they're going to pass James Madison as far as the rankings go, but... I mean, they're, they're, Delaware Delaware is going to be a team to watch out for going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, we talked about it last week uh, in a couple of people's bracket. You know, if the, if the playoffs start now, Sam Houston may have a run-in with Delaware down the line. That would be a really interesting concept given a lot of our coaches are from Delaware. You know, Coach Keeler won a national championship with Delaware. could be really interesting to see uh, Sam Houston versus Delaware. I think it would be a really fun matchup. The number one offense, or not number one, but a, a very good offense versus a very good defense. Uh, Really fun matchup. Uh, Other scores, Nichols, UIW, the big 12 of FCS football. (laughs) No defense whatsoever. 75-45 to now. The 45 of UIW kind of came at the end when they had the backups in. But uh, UIW's quarterback, Cameron Ward, he looks really well. But Nichols, Nichols looks good. And I guess that kind of shows how good Sam Houston's defense is. Nichols, uh, if you had to pick UIW, Nichols to make the playoffs, now that we're kind of at this little tie uh, scenario, who are you taking? Well, just head to head, you
0: have to take Nichols, and and again, you talked about or you mentioned that 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 makes our win look more impressive. So if we win out, we're a top we're a top four or five team, okay, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, if Nichols wins out, they have five wins and one loss against a top four team, you know, and so I again I, I talked about. I don't think that that is that big of a blemish on, on their playoff resume.
1: Mm-hmm. And the the thing that kind of disappoints me though is a lot of people are saying the Southland doesn't have a defense, and this kind of just proves it. A lot of high scoring, but uh, it's a really fun game. But what does that
0: say about what does that say about Sam Houston's defense? Especially, holding them to seventeen.
1: A lot of people, when well, you know, I keep saying the Big Twelve of the Southland. Well, if if we're the Big Twelve of the Southland, then we're Oklahoma because we have a great defense. And uh, we normally win the conference. But there is the Iowa State or the Texas that will come in and win once in a while. Uh, But they're still really fun matchups. Uh, Nichols scores. It was 87. It was 55. 17. Seventy-five. So I guess that shows that uh, we really do have a good score. defense. They can score. Lindsey's uh, Scott looked great this week. I'll but, be honest. But don't put anything against UIW. Uh, we have a big matchup against them at the yep. end of the year. A lot of things could be on the line depending how the rest of the season go. We'll be keeping an eye on Incarner Ward and Nickel. The Southland is heating up. other scores: uh, Northern Iowa they beat Western Illinois thirty-four to twenty. You and I, a little wishy-washy. They kind of yeah. they win a big one, lose one, win another big one. Not sure. So sure about them. James Madison, they beat Williams and Mary 38 to 10. Humph. are you uh what's your deal with James Madison? Did this game prove to you or are you still on on the on the board with them? All right, first off, who is William and
0: who is Mary? That's <laughs> what I have to say about James Madison's win this weekend. Great win. Scored a lot of points, you know, defense played well, but they 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 have no ranked wins. They have nothing close to a ranked win. Oh. But We'll see this weekend. We we will. Th- this weekend is first test. And we'll Big matchup. We'll get into that. But, Big matchup. I'm I'm still I'm still on the hashtag stop ranking JMU number one. <laughs>
1: Well, trained. a couple a couple people, I've seen some things on Twitter. They have actually Sam Houston at number one, which yep. is kind of interesting. Yep. Uh, it's cool to see yeah, being a part it's, of that, It's, very, sure. uh, it's very cool. Uh, you know, you have your Weavers, you have your North Dakota States, you have your Sam Houston, you have your James Madison. They're kind of moving around the rankings. They have them all throughout one through four, but uh, being a top four team is really fun, and uh, we really enjoy it. Southern Illinois, they lose to Missouri State. Man. Man, the Salukis were definitely a fraud. Uh, they were a fraud. I hope in the fall they can bounce back. I'm still a Saluki for life. They they were a fraud. Uh, but Missouri State... Is not a fraud. Not a is fraud not at all. Fraud. And I think they're being ranked a little low.
0: I, I do too, and I think people are seeing that fall record. You know, they had two losses to Central Arc, and they had one loss to Oklahoma. And so... I feel like those should just be thrown out, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. They're obviously a different team. They're 4-1 this spring in the best conference in FCS, and that's really impressive. You know, they had a – unfortunately, had a huge game this weekend, a a potential playoff game this weekend against North Dakota, and for now it is postponed, it is canceled. But I am praying, I am begging to you, Missouri Valley Conference, (laughs) please, please let this game be rescheduled for the sake of Missouri State.
1: Okay, so what's so important about this game between Missouri State and North Dakota? And if we had to do a pick 'em, let's say this game was still happening, who are you taking? Well,
0: it definitely would have been a pick 'em this weekend uh, on our on our usual pick 'em segment. But this game is important because you know quietly Missouri State is four and one in the Missouri Valley. North Dakota is four and one in the Missouri Valley. North Dakota State's four and one in the Missouri Valley, and South Dakota State's oh man four and one in the Missouri Valley. So. I mean, golly, and we think, you know, you and I consensus think that three of those are going to get in, mm-hmm. okay, not four, three, but South Dakota State, North Dakota State, they play, one of them's going to get a second loss, so that bounces them uh, out of the automatic qualifier conversation. North Dakota and Missouri State, they play, or they were supposed to play, and that would have given one of them their second loss and bounced them out of the automatic qualifier to- topic. And so, you know, Missouri State, I think I think that they're probably the odd man out, if if that game doesn't happen, I think North Dakota will get in. Um, you know, they had some good wins earlier in the season, but you know, recently they haven't been all that impressive. And we talked about that earlier. But it's a playoff game, and I think if Missouri State were to win that one, they would make the playoffs. Dalton really, really kind of sneaked in, quiet. You know, haven't heard about them. They're ranked low, but I'm gonna be honest. If, if you, you said if if we had to pick that game. I would probably pick North Dakota. Oh, I'd probably man. pick North Dakota. I think their defense is legit, but I would definitely be rooting for Missouri State.
1: Well, we definitely have to send an email to Missouri Valley and plead. You know, we're walk-on radio. We're big fans. Keep this game. And we said it before, North Dakota State and South Dakota State, a little on the board. We don't know if they're going to play or not, but right now they're still going to go. So Missouri Valley... It's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's going to You
0: happen. think so? It's, it's too big of a game. There's too much on the line. Uh, and I, I think that both of them
1: realize that the winner of that is probably going to get the number one seed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then with Missouri State, you talked about the fall record. How do you feel about that, having the fall record apply for the spring? I, it's kind of crazy because those games I felt like shouldn't matter. They played Oklahoma, and, I mean, they, it wasn't a very good game. So uh, do you think it should have counted for the spring season?
0: Let's, let's go through some of the relevant teams that, that have fall resumes, okay? North Dakota State. They're not even close to the same team. They don't have Trey Lance. They don't have their starting left tackle. They don't have their two leading rushers. They don't, I mean, there's guys that they're missing. And so, yeah, okay, that's, that's great. They beat Central Arc with Trey Lance, a top 10 NFL draft pick. But are they really the same team? Jacksonville State, okay? They, they, they beat an FBS school in the fall with a different quarterback, Zarek Cooper, who's one of the, one of the most dynamic best players in the SCS. He's not playing this spring. They just lost to a uh, and I watched the whole game. we'll talk about it but but Austin P's not great. Uh, they're not great. and Austin P beat them. And, and so I just feel like, yeah, I guess that we can and, and who knows Dalton? again, we've always said that the rankings now are just the rankings now. The committee, the playoff committee will will be the deciding factor when it's all said and done. So maybe when they're all sitting around together in the room, they're just going to consensus go, okay, we can say that the fall counts, mm-hmm. but we don't care. It yeah. doesn't count. We're
1: going off of right now. And it would be a real shame if Missouri State doesn't get in because they use the fall record and, and it kind of applies to that and affects their record. Uh, but a big win for them, the Salukis. Man, I'm still a fan. I still got one more team with me, the Cadets. We're going to talk about them in a little bit. But uh, another score is Weber State and Northern Arizona Humph. Talk to me about what we went through watching this game and uh, what happened in – Weber State. Uh, how you feel about them? I'm blaming this one on you. Usually the bad <laughs> luck is me, but uh, so here,
0: so here's the situation. Uh, Northern Arizona. They uh, they cause a fumble late, and and uh, they they get the ball on the on the five yard line, going out to to beat the number three team in the country, Weber State. They drive the field. I mean, they're rolling. Me and Dalton, were FaceTiming each other. We're excited about it. Just, I mean, who doesn't love a good upset? Uh, Northern Arizona runs it in for the touchdown with 30 seconds to play, okay? I mean, it's, it's crazy. And me and Dalton are going nuts on the phone. They're getting ready to kick off. And I'm like, hey, Dalton, like, uh, you want me to, you, you, you want to watch this last 30 seconds? I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's the last 30 seconds. And Dalton's like, oh, no, I definitely want to watch it, blah, blah, blah man well here's what happens (laughs) northern arizona kicks it off out of bounds okay so that's a penalty not only did they kick it out of bounds to get a penalty they get a personal foul okay so that's another 15 tacked on to the kicked out of bounds okay so weber starts with the ball on the 50 yard line first play no yards second play no yards third play this is the (laughs) last play of the game Two the seconds court- left. Quarterback rolls out, throws the prettiest Hail Mary ball, an Aaron Rodgers-style Hail Mary ball into the corner of the end zone, 55 yards out, and what do you know? Wow. Weaver State survives, da, 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 and, we- and they actually had the number one play wow. on, on on ESPN Top Ten, so that's pretty neat. But, wow, what a, what a win for Weaver. It's huge for them. But I don't want to say that it's a good look for them. Yeah, it's about not to say. a good look. I would say that that is, that's great and it's all about winning and winning's hard and every win counts. But Northern Arizona is not very good.
1: Oh. Well, let me ask you, let me give you a little pick them then, a little scenario, let's say a little playoff scenario pick Delaware or Weber State? Delaware or Weber State? Where's it at? Is it neutral? Hmm. You want to go neutral side for this? Yeah, this let's go neutral, just so neither team has an advantage here. Haven't watched a whole lot of
0: Weber this year. I watched, I watched basically the whole game this last weekend, and I haven't seen any live Delaware play because they don't play on a channel down here. It's all up north. But mm-hmm. from what I've read, from the highlights i have seen, the stats I've seen, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take Delaware. I think Delaware. I think Delaware has one of the best defenses in the country. I think their offense is scoring plenty of points and. And I'm just a little discouraged on uh, on Weber State's win this weekend. You know they they've only beaten one ranked team, UC Davis, uh, who I think is good, but they barely beat them. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that that's top four in the country caliber. Uh, you know they dodged playing Eastern Washington this spring, and I think that I think that that's going to be important in the end. I think that Weber State is probably going to go into the playoffs as a top four seed, uh, but we'll see. Uh, you know. Could they be on upset watch? I don't know. I think they have good players. They definitely have good players. They're they're you know they're top ranked for a reason. But I'm not gonna sit here and say that I've been overly impressed
1: by Weaver State. Let me give you another one: Weber State versus James Madison, a team. Both teams are kind of on edge about. That's uh, that's that's two teams that I've I've blasted a
0: little bit. Uh, obviously, both are good. I'm gonna go James Madison. I'll go James Madison just because, and that's hard for me to say because I've been bashing James Madison, but James Madison. They're James Madison for a reason, okay? And I'm and I'm all about not going off of past precedents. You know, what what someone's done in the last five years doesn't really depict what they're doing now. But in this hypothetical, I am gonna go with experience. James Madison's been there, done that. Um and you know, when it's all said and done, they they will probably be there. Weber state will probably be there. Um they're, they're both talented, but I would I would pick the Dukes in that
1: one. Well, we, these matchups could happen. Uh, you never know down the line. Uh, it would be a really fun pick on, but uh, Weber State survives barely against Northern Arizona. We will see Northern Arizona first game of first the fall, game, season, fall season, traveling to Arizona. That'll be, be a fun one in a dome too. It's a flight, It would be a dome. That would be, be cool. a fun, a good, fun way to start off the season. Uh, UC Davis, they get the win over Idaho State, thirty-one to twenty-seven. UC Davis, they're looking really and one good. One of
0: the la- last, uh, last. Let's nice play of the game. Man. Yeah. yeah,
1: big big win for
0: UC Davis. It keeps them. They've got a massive. I mean, massive game this
1: weekend. Oh, they they are they're my boys, but they're not like the cadets. The cadets, <laughs> Virginia Military Institute. They beat Wofford 36 to 31 when everybody said they couldn't. Huh? Backup quarterback too, man, man, unbelievable. The key debts. The key where, debts. Uh, where are they going to fall at the end of the season? I think that are they well, going to run the table? Well, if they
0: went, you talking about into the playoffs or or the regular, season? Just regular oh, season? Okay, well, if they win this weekend, they are. Conference champs, automatic qualifier, done, sealed, mailed oh, and delivered. Yeah. So I'm rooting for the cadets this weekend. I want them to get in. Uh where they're gonna play in the playoffs, I don't know. I could see them with the first round pairing with uh James Madison. Mm-hmm. You know, geographic, that is very close. It's the same state. Uh boy, wouldn't that be an upset if Virginia oh. Military Institute could dethrone the Dukes. You know I'm you know I'm picking them. Yeah, I mean, if they I play Sam you. Houston, I don't believe, uh, get out of here. Who am I picking? Ah, we talked about that last <laughs> time. I think I think you ultimately decided you had to pick the Bearcats. Uh, but would you really pick me uh, over James Madison? Yeah, of course. Really, I, I'm riding with <laughs> them until the end of time. Well, I hope that happens because I'll definitely get a win on that one. I'm definitely taking the Dukes in that hypothetical. But I am, and, and we've apparently we've befriended uh, a
1: loyal, a loyal.
0: Cadets fan. We 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 have a ton of interactions with with one of the VMI I guess alumni type people. They're they're kind of like our versions of cat fans, if you know what that is. It seems that that's their version up there up north in Virginia.
1: And uh, yeah, it's it's been fun keeping up with them. I won't lie. Yeah, you did say that uh, Wofford was gonna win easy. It was gonna be a, a nice take for you. I, I,
0: f- I feel like I feel like with Reese Reese Udinski out, mm-hmm. their their star quarterback, he tore his ACL. I feel like with him out, it was gonna be a walk in the park
1: for the Terriers. I don't know what it was more my love for the key Keydets or your plague. It could have been both. Little applying. No, it's the
0: plague. I I, I pretty much everything I touch turns to. Black. You have
1: redeemed yourself a little bit. You you know you got the Nichols win over UIW. So you you're kind of coming back, but still. The Wofford pick kind of kind of goes back to the plague. But my key debts, we're, they're going to make a run. They're going to beat James Madison if they get paired. Give them North Dakota State. I don't care. They're making the run. Maybe it'll be a, a Virginia military institution versus San Houston State National Championship. What a cool story that would be for me. It would be tough for me. It's tough to beat them. But, of course, you know, I'm not going to pick them. I'm picking the Bearcats, of course. Uh but you know, we had a great game and then we had a bad game. Austin P, Jacksonville State. Mm. Thirteen to ten. Austin P is not good. Uh was this a good Austin P game? Was this a bad Jacksonville State it game? It was a bad football game, Dalton. <laughs> it was bad all around. Austin P
0: their defense was the only, I mean the only good part of this game, but they just not very good. Jacksonville State, it was the most I'm Trying to trying to think of nice words to oh, say. No. It was the worst on both sides. It was the worst coached. It was the worst disciplined. Oh. It was the worst, worst, worst of a lot of things I've ever seen while watching football. I mean, it was terrible. I mean, awful. I'm not impressed at all. Uh, I mean, I, and I think that Jacksonville State, given what they did in the fall and and what they Hopefully we'll finish out the season doing. I think that they will make the playoffs, but they have definitely put themselves in a bind and Murray State, the Racers,
1: are at the top of the Ohio Valley at the moment. Well, big pick them with that one. We're gonna we're gonna pick it later. Uh, Murray State, Austin P. Man, Austin P. Let's go P. We, we didn't say know? wishy-washy, but good lord. Oof. Southern Utah, they they lose to Idaho 33 to 32. Idaho, you know, a little wishy-washy as well, but to get the big win. The Richmond Spiders Richmond. they win 31 to 17 against Elon Richmond has a big game. We're going to pick. They Ooh, have a huge Exciting. Game. A huge one. Cal Poly, we talked about this earlier. They lose to Eastern Washington, 62-10. to 10. Cal Poly is done. They have opted out. Eastern Washington, another big game that we're picking. Oh, Eastern yeah. Washington. Uh, this weekend is a great pick Pick 'em weekend. You know, we've talked about Eastern Washington, but I feel like we haven't touched on them a lot. How do you feel about Eastern Washington? Are they a threat? Are they someone that's going to come from behind, maybe make an automatic qualifier? Uh, what's your opinion on them? Well,
0: again... I think, and, I, and I've touched on this before, I think that when you have a guy, when you have a quarterback like Eric Barrier, I think when you have that piece, you're in every game. Mm-hmm. You're in every game. He's, he's one of the best players in the country. He's a Walter Payton hopeful. You know, He's definitely going to be up there in the conversation, but you are in every single game you play with a quarterback like that.
1: So we were talking about this quarterback. Is he a potential draft pick? Is he a potential NFL guy? What do you think? He's not an NFL quarterback. Oh. He's
0: he's he's kind of that he's kind of that dynamic FCS quarterback build. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not shorting anybody. Obviously, you know people 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 defy the odds all the time. But but I'm not gonna say that he's an NFL quarterback. He he doesn't have the body type. He doesn't have the play style as Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. But for FCS for this you know for what college football
1: they're playing, whatever he is awesome. Well, they, uh, like I said, big game coming up in the pick 'em. Cal Poly, unfortunately, their defense is not there. They have opted out. The final score, East Illinois. They lose to Murray State 41 27. And like I've said before, big game for them coming up. Let's roll into our pick 'ems. And starting off, we have Villanova playing Maine. Last time we had Maine, the pick 'em, I picked them, and wow, they disappointed me. Am I going with the Black Bears again? I don't know, but humph. Who are you taking for Villanova at Maine? So this is Villanova, the team that stayed like number five without playing a game for like a month. <laughs> this
0: is and then, and then and then disappoints us in the end. Mm-hmm. You know they're one and one right now. I think that they have talent. Uh, I think that Maine has talent. I think that that all of the CAA, especially that North Division, everyone who doesn't have to play James Madison. You know how I feel about that, oh. but. I'm going to go Villanova here because I uh, want I want them to show me that they they deserve to be, you know, ranked that high for whatever reason. Um, I would say the fact that they've already lost the game is pretty disappointing given that they were so high without playing, but give give me uh give me the basketball school right here.
1: Yeah, Villanova, they got hit with the transfer portal pretty hard in COVID opt-out, so they've struggled a little bit. The Black Bears in Maine, like I said, I picked them and they disappointed me. But guess what, Humph? I'm gonna do it again. You're picking Maine. I'm right. gonna do it again. It seems All like right. every first pickem you've picked against. We've picked against each other. It it's, seems it's like surprising because normally we'll pick the same ones. But I trust in the Black Bears. I they improved a lot since the first time they came around. So I'm gonna go with Maine. I trust them. I know they're gonna get the job done. And I think uh, I think the Black Bears are gonna get the win here. Villanova, you know, had a little rough running in the March Madness basketball. That was so tough. Will that will that carry over with that football? Was tough. Who knows. We'll have to see about that one. The next matchup, and we talked about it Murray State at Austin P. Austin P, good Lord, have been struggling, but Murray State has not. Chance to win the conference here. Humph, who you taking? It's huge if they can get it done. I mean, it is it is huge and, and it's huge because Murray State
0: plays Jacksonville State next week. Ooh, so that's that's huge. So so they need to win here. They need to beat Austin P to to set themselves up to be the automatic qualifier out of nowhere. Um I mean Murray State, the Racers, that's that's <laughs> that's a little bit random if you another ask me. Another great mascot. Great mascot. You've got the racers versus the governors. Oh no. What a weekend. Oh, I no. love that. I'm going Murray State here just because I want to. Uh, wasn't really all that impressed with Austin P. They do have a, a incredibly athletic quarterback. Uh, he's a true freshman. Um, he, he's he's I guess he's good enough to beat Jacksonville State, whatever whatever that's worth. But I'm going to go Murray State here just because they are undefeated. They 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 are on a hot streak and they've. They've essentially got their eyes on the prize. I mean, it is it is theirs
1: for the taking. So give me give me the racers. Uh, I'm going the racers as well, Murray State, just because Austin P is so wishy washy, and they might come out and they might destroy Murray State. We don't know, but uh, you know, I watched the game against Jacksonville State, and it was rough. They they don't uh they don't make me happy very much. Murray State, the racers, I kind of want to see them A little underdog surprise everybody. They have a big matchup next week. Uh, give me the racers at I, Murray State. I want to
0: say that that credit to you and I for. Hinting at the possibility of Austin P beating Jacksonville State, we both picked Jacksonville State, but we did say that you never know. Like yeah. Austin P, we we weren't sure, and and also I said that if I had to pick a team in the top ten that I felt you know I didn't know about, I was a little little skeptical about. I did say Jacksonville State, and uh-huh. so I, I feel good about that take. Um And who knows? I think I think the Gamecocks will still end up in the playoffs, but. Bad loss to the governors last weekend.
1: Yeah, it'd be really sad uh, if Murray State gets knocked out by Austin Peay, but that just shows that you know even though they are wishy-washy, they still can get it done. Could you see? Could you see a Murray State just just based off geography? Could you see a same Houston State, Murray State first round playoff game? I mean, possibly yeah. Especially uh, hopefully if the way things are rolling and we continue to run the table like we are, we will be a higher seed and they'll they'll slide in and get get the automatic qualifier. We'll probably be a lower rank. Uh, definitely, and it'd be a, it'd probably be a really fun matchup. It'd be fun, uh, yeah. The racers versus the Bearcats. Racers versus what the a, Bearcats. What a nice it's always, cool when, it's always cool when you play a team you
0: never played before. Yeah. So that that'd be exciting.
1: Uh, the next pick I'm going to do: James Madison, your boys, your favorite team, FCS, against the Spiders. Ooh, Richmond. Sp- first of all, the Richmond Spiders. I think Spiders is one of the coolest mascots. That's games. awesome. The you, logo's cool. It's kind of weird that there's not more Spiders. I, I feel know like that's
0: pretty co- like a common thing, a Spider, and and Richmond's the only one that I
1: know of. So James Madison's first test, I would say, yep. against a, a very strong. Team, uh, if they can get this win, I think it'll solidify James Madison as the number one. But man, if Richmond it, can
0: win, does it? Richmond's fifteen, and they're three and zero. I respect that. But who have they
1: played? You That's know what fair. I mean? But
0: they're, but they're playing well. I don't want to take that away from
1: but them. I'm but I'm also going to the fact that Richmond has been good for a while. They've always been known to be a good team. They've always kind of been in that I'm, playoff picture. I'm with that. So I think this is – and you said that uh, James Madison does have a cupcake-like schedule. This, so this is their first real test of the season. This Yeah,
0: this is no cupcake. This is a, uh, a cookie, if uh. you will, smaller <laughs> than a cupcake. Put that on a T-shirt. Put it on a t- – <laughs> I just I worry, and I hate to I, I hate to talk about a team that that's not even to do with this this pick'em, but I worry that Delaware is is truly the best team in the CAA mm-hmm. and not James Madison. Yeah. And I and I needed to see that matchup. Maybe we will in the playoffs. I'm not sure, but James Madison first test against Richmond. It's at Richmond, so you know if you're a Richmond hopeful, you got a shot. You got a shot. And boy, would that shake up the playoffs if that happens? Oh, I mean, yeah. that would be that would be huge in the world of playoffs. Um, but I'm going James Madison. I can't, I can't pick against James Madison. I, I just, I can't. I won't. Um, regardless of what I've said, all the negativity I've given them, I think that James Madison, by default, is going to get one of the top two seeds going into the playoffs, and it starts with a ranked win
1: over Richmond this weekend. Man, tough. Let me tell you something, Hom. The Salukis, right? You know, I love the Salukis. UC Davis, you know, VMI. All these teams, you got a lot of fandoms. Are you these, about to adopt another? You're $100. like a you're like a foster dad, is who? what you are. You're a foster dad. <laughs> who would have thought? VMI, a foster fan. Who would have thought VMI would make this kind of run? The Salukis, you know, they beat North Dakota State. I don't know and what type of run the Salukis didn't, like, had. didn't have a lot of fans, but they had me. Uh, UC Davis, you know, they've always been a good team, and so I didn't really put a lot into UC Davis, but they're the hometown <laughs> team. look at them now; they're shining. There's only one thing I have to do, because we don't want James Madison at number one, right? You know, as a a collective walk-on radio, we don't like James Madison, number one. So I got to do my thing. I got to adopt a new fan base. Oh, my goodness. Give me the Richmond Spiders. (laughs) Upset alert. James Madison drops from number one, and hopefully, you know, also this is going to help out the Bearcats a little bit. Well, that's a great point. We can get a win. Maybe they'll finally say it's time to bump us up to two, maybe even one. (laughs) So I'm going with the Spiders on the upset. James Madison with the... Cupcake schedule, cookie game, as you say. How cool would that be? I hope. Hey, I'm not changing my pick because
0: I think James <laughs> Madison's going to win.
1: But believe me, from the bottom of my heart, I'm rooting for the Richmond Spiders. Now this is a gamble because if you win this game, you know the pick 'em might be a little bit closer than I want it to be. Uh-huh. But I got to do what I got to do for the sake of the Spiders. Put them in my little family of teams. Give them the Spiders over. And James I Madison. got a feeling we're about to have the next two picks different as well. Oh yeah, I got a feeling. And and of course, if JM if JMU loses. The plague. The is plague back. is back. It is back. It's, it's back. It's taken, a, it's taken a little bit of a pause, but it would definitely be back if that <laughs> happens. The next matchup, and uh, I already know we have a different answer here. Oh, yeah. Eastern Washington, <laughs> UC Davis, the hometown killers of UC Davis, playing a really good team, Eastern Washington. Best quarterback possibly in FCS. Behind Derek behind Schmidt, of, of course. course, our, of course. Our, our, our best friend here. So, Humph, who you taking, uh, Eastern Washington or the team that's going to win, UC Davis? Is that your pick? You you go ahead and go first. I'm not going to make that pick. (laughs) you go ahead and go first if that's going to be your pick. (sighs) Okay. Eastern Washington's been dominant, but they played Cal Poly, you know. UC Davis has been pretty dominant, and they're the hometown team. I I should support them, and I will. I I just gave this whole speech of all these teams I've adopted into my family, and uh, UC Davis is one of them. So, of course, give me UC Davis. And is this an upset, or is this considered an upset here? So, funny you say that,
0: because that was actually going to be my first point of this. Eastern Washington ranked 9 in the country, okay? UC Davis ranked 11, okay? So, naturally, Eastern Washington would be the favorites here. Vegas says otherwise. Oh. Vegas came out with the line today. They are picking UC Davis, the Aggies, by 3.5 points. Oh, that's interesting point. to me. That's, in, that's That's interesting. But man. Suspense. Who am I picking? <laughs> Who am I picking? Whose who's season am I going to ruin today, <laughs> This is a playoff game. Any way you slice it. This is a playoff game. The loser of this is out. They're not gonna they're not gonna get and we think out like they're not gonna make playoffs. That's what I mean. They're okay. no, they're done. They're out. Because, because let's just be honest. Weaver's gonna win out. They're gonna get the automatic qualifier in the big sky. Okay. I don't see three big skies, three big sky teams getting in. I don't see it. Not in a 16 team playoff field. So UC Davis versus Eastern Washington, the winner essentially is going to get that at-large bid. In my mind, in my mind, they will, and and so that makes this a playoff game. That's that's it's exciting. You know, it's it's awesome for a player like Eric Berrier to have this opportunity. Um, you know, UC Davis, your hometown boys, they're on the scene. They're 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 having a, a good year. They almost they almost beat Weber earlier in the year, so they they've definitely got the talent, but. I'm I'm sticking I'm sticking with the MVP of this game, Eric Berry. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Eastern Washington here. I know they're on the road, but I just think, again, I think you're in every game when you have a quarterback that 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 can play at this level. So so give me Eastern Washington.
1: In this Big Sky playoff game, could be a high scoring match. It Might come down to maybe one or two turnovers that changes the game. But well, apparently, maybe. the Big Sky—they just end every game on the last play <laughs> of the game. So they, I'm, I'm sure that it'll be a fun one. That I uh, definitely have to watch last like sec- second. Maybe UC Davis gets another Hail
0: Mary. Hey, how and, about uh, us getting to watch the games again? You know, with us playing oh, on Thursday night. So we, cool. Oh, dude. Hopefully, we get a win, and then we get to come home. It's Easter weekend, and and Saturday we just get to
1: prop back and watch the rest of the nation like we did last weekend. It'd so be great. Fun. Get to watch my boy, the Richmond. Spiders get the victory. Yeah, so excited! Yeah. and finally, in our main event of the evening. You know, as long as it stays on, the plan is staying on. But uh, for now, it's going to be the main event, the big matchup. This is probably the game of the year. Oh man, South is Dakota State—the regular season. It has to be. Well, well you know, there's probably going to be some games at the end that decide everything. You know, so well, I just mean, I just mean. I don't. We haven't had a two versus a four, have we? Maybe, maybe the first time
0: North Dakota, North Dakota State played. Yeah, but this one's bigger than that. I this, this, is, this is the battle of the states.
1: This is the marker. The marker game. Oh. Have you ever seen the trophy? It's like a fifty-pound yeah. rock. Like, so, just a rock. Uh, North Dakota State, South Dakota State. You know, North Dakota State was canceled last week because of COVID. South Dakota State, a little wishy-washy. I mean, they've been dominant, but they've had, some, they had a loss against they had, North they Dakota. They had some close calls in the middle, too. And then they beat Southern Illinois by 100. they got a young quarterback that is, is very good. So, Humph, in the battle of the border, the state school, who, who are you taking here? This is tough. It is tough. because you, is... you pick the guys that have been winning all, all year long, or do you pick South Dakota State, who's been pretty dominant?
0: It's tough. It's tough. I, I honestly, here's the deciding factor. I'll come out and say it. I won't. I won't beat around the bush. The deciding factor is it's in the Fargo Dome. Mm. It's at North Dakota State. I do not like. I do not like teams' chances there. Uh, in, in a in a in a game that I truly, truly, truly feel the winner gets the number one seed going into the playoffs. I truly feel that way. The loser's obviously not out. They're going to get an at-large coming out of the SEC of the FCS, the Missouri Valley. Mm-hmm. It, they're, they're going to get in. They're probably going to host a first-round playoff game, the loser of this game. But it's at the Fargo Dome. South Dakota State has a freshman quarterback. That's a lot. I mean, that's that's, whew, that's, that's a lot on his shoulders.
1: And, and for that, I am going to go the Bison. Oh, man. Let me ask you this a Bison win and a JMU loss will North Dakota State go to number 1 and will they stay number 1 the rest of the season?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I to, to be honest with you, I think if North Dakota State wins and James Madison wins, I think North Dakota State should be the number 1 team. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Uh because then if that happens, if North Dakota State wins this one, You can almost chalk up the Southern Illinois game as a fluke. You really can because they've they've beat North Dakota, who who everyone seems to love. Uh they beat Missouri State, who who's who's in who's in the relevance of of the Missouri Valley. And then if they win this weekend, they will have beaten South Dakota State. And so I feel like that is that should be the number one team in the country. No, I don't think they're the normal eight time national champion bison. I don't, but I mean, come on, how do you how do you pick against that?
1: I mean, Huff, I remember a few episodes back you made a I said that I said that they would make the playoffs oh. and that
0: was that was a steamy a steamy hot take that, that's looking really cold. I right think they now.
1: heard you and they put it on the board I'm in the locker room. I'm a player. That's <laughs> why
0: that's why I don't ever comment on same Houston State anything.
1: Well, uh, I'm going with the bison as well and I think the Fargo Dome is definitely an advantage. You know, people talk about home field advantage well. Fargo Dome is home field advantage. I, I know you've seen pictures of the crowd. It's it's limited capacity, but it's but still rocking. They sell out. They oh, yeah. sell out that limited capacity if they can. I see a lot of the sea of yellow or sea of gold, as they like to say. So I'm going with the Bison. And, what do you uh, want to happen? A football football analysts aside, what do you want to see happen? I I mean because I, I can't decide. I'm gonna be honest. I want I want if North Dakota State makes the playoffs, I want them eliminated first because I want a new national championship. I want – like you said. I wanted. The playoffs to be different. I want to see some different matchups. I don't want to see North Dakota State in the national championship. So I would like a South Dakota State win just so maybe so that, it can change so some that stuff up.
0: North Dakota State's road is tougher is yeah, what they're getting. It gives at. them two yeah. losses,
1: yeah. you know, with the one loss uh to the Salukis, it will change things up. And I want I want the national championship to be different. I you know. That shout out to North Dakota State for being an eight-time champion. They deserve it. But man, I want to see some something different. I don't want to see James Madison versus North Dakota State University. I want something else. Possibly Sam Houston. Possibly you know a VMI. Someone that came out of nowhere. I want to see a cool matchup, and I don't want to see the Bison again. So personally, I want a South Dakota State win. But I think we all know that North Dakota State's probably going to get the win. What do you think, Humph? What is your opinion as as a, as a fan? Man,
0: I I would say I would say, Godly. I don't know. Cause I'm also thinking on, you know, how does it affect Sam Houston State somehow Mm. along down the road, and and to be honest, I won't even get into that. I I don't I don't want to. Let's not jump the gun. We'll Mm. talk about the playoffs when the playoffs get there. I'm rooting for the Jackrabbits this weekend. I'll, I'll root for the Jackrabbits, but I, I definitely think that the Bison are, are going to win this one.
1: Now, being, being a film major and being able to set up a story, it would be a cool story if we had a North Dakota State versus somebody else in the national championship. It's one of those things where this new team has made the national championship. In order to you know claim your fame, you got to beat the big dog, the yeah. guy that's been there every year. Kind of like how it was Mahomes versus Brady. It was, Mahomes, can he, can he define his legacy by beating the old head, the GOAT? So it would be really cool to set up that kind of story. But like I said, I want some two new teams. I want a a different matchup. I want a new champion for this weird season that we're having, this COVID spring season. So uh, great games. We had a lot of cool scores, a lot of good news. Humph. any last words before we end this episode next week when we talk about, man, this big matchup coming up? We actually just had some breaking news. Uh I I got an alert on my phone. The NFL has approved
0: uh, a 17-game season. Oh, man. So 17-game season. Uh, shortened preseason schedule, but they're adding an NFL game. I wonder I wonder how players feel about that.
1: Well I did see that the Packers, their 17th game, you know who they're playing? Kansas City Chiefs. Really? Big time matchup. We beat them last year, but no Mahomes. So people said it doesn't count. This is our chance to prove it. And it's the last game. It might it might implement some playoffs, some uh, some division stuff. But uh yeah, you know, I heard the players weren't weren't a big fan of this. So we'll see if maybe maybe another lockout happens, maybe they'll be unhappy. Uh, How do you feel about it?
0: Hey, man. More football? I'll never complain about more football, (laughs) ever. I'll never complain about it. Uh, But, you know, I I understand. I know that football is a a grueling sport and and there's a lot of injuries and it's a big risk to play it. But it's more money in, in people's pockets at the end of the day, everyone's pockets, players, owners, TV, all that. So I think it's probably a good deal. And, again, as a fan, as an analyst, I'll never complain about more football.
1: Well, we got a big Sam game. We have some playoffs coming up with these pick-ems. A lot of things could happen. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Keep up. We post a lot. We always post about the games, everything going on. And, of course, we will see you next episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.